Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is July 15, 2021. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and MBC does conduct conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference call, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hands. You'll be announced with your name to ask a question. Kalpana? Kalpana? Yes. Hello, Rahul. Good morning. Um, yes, good morning. Uh, after um, an year, finally, I got my H-4 approved yesterday, but still my EAD is pending with USCIS with a different service center. Now I'm planning to go back. Uh, I'm planning to visit India. Um, and I know I know about the travel uh, ban and everything, but once, I, once I'm back, can I use the EAD once it is approved? Uh, so y- you are... Uh, so you have a H-1B approval and you have a, do you have a EAD approved or it's not? Uh, no, not H-1B. Um, my H-4 was approved yesterday. H-4, just the H-4, not EAD. And EAD is still pending with USCS with a different service center. Okay. Keep going. Now I'm planning to visit India for three to four months. I'm expecting like until next three to four months, I will not get my EAD. Meanwhile, I want to visit India and come back. Once I'm back, can I use my EAD? Uh, do you have a stamping to come back into United States? No, I have to attend for stamping in India. Do you have any children born here? Yes, I have one US citizen. Yeah, you can come back and use the EAD, ma'am. Okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. Dave. Hi Rahul, um, now I've, I've uh, applied my EB3 downgrade in October and uh, as you suggested, I updated my I-140 premium and it got approved. Now is it okay to move to a new employer or is there any anything I have to really worry about? As long as the new employer is willing to file a 485J supplement for you, I don't see any problem in moving. Okay, so uh, I asked them and they said, you know, we proactively don't apply it, but once you see uh, you know, request for that, we're going to do it. Not a good idea, but it's not like detrimental though. You can still move. If I were you, I would still move. Okay, so do you want me to like push them to apply, you know, proactively? I would like, I would like to have them apply the 485J supplement. Okay, I'm going to talk to them. Thank you. Next person, please. Sharda? Yeah, hi, uh, hi Rahul, this is Sharad here. Um, thank you so much for your service to the community. Uh, I downgraded in October 2020 and my date become is becoming current in August 
2020, uh, this visa bulletin. Um, I did not receive an RFE for my original uh, 485 application for the birth certificate. Um, we had not given the birth certificate per se, but just uh, alternate things like 10th. Uh, uh, well, why do you why do you want the uh, why do you want the RFE? It's not a compulsory. No, I don't thing want the RFE. What? So my in short, my question is: uh, Can I expect an RFE because I did not submit a birth certificate in the first place? Ninety-five percent of the time, no. Okay, and uh, my second question is like. Um, my lawyer is still wait. Uh, can I proactively now file the medicals? At this yes, point? you can. Gayatri is going to give a link if you want to do it. Okay. Or uh, or should I wait for an RFE from? That's our, that's that's your choice, sir. Okay. Uh, and just one final question is like: Is is there any final way for me to find out that I am documentarily complete with USCIS? You're not. Medical is not there. Yeah, yeah, but once I submit the medicals and my biometrics is already done, which I can yeah, see. documentary complete should be verified. Practically, documentary complete means you will get a green card, unless a priority date is not correct. Okay, so there is no way to find out whether I am complete no, or not. There is no way. Okay, and in the event that uh, say I assume that I am documentary complete, but USA USCIS there is I, there's it's been misquoted, misjudged. The guy doesn't know what he's speaking. He doesn't work for USCIS. Documentarily complete means you got the green card, unless a prior date is not correct. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next person, please. Documentary complete is green card. That's it. Nothing else. Okay. Next person, please. Mr. Rajendran? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Um, hello, Rahul. Um, so, uh, my situation is um, I need to travel to India on an emergency. And I have an um, EAD with uh, advanced parole with a mm -hmm. two year of approval. I have it, but I don't have the H4, right? So uh, with this travel ban, can I go and come back or I need to get that NIE? Did you, say, did you say you have an advanced parole? Yeah, I have an advanced parole. Yeah, you can come back on advanced parole. I can, right? Okay, because yeah. uh, is that NIE required? for? Not required for it. Not required not. for advanced parole. Okay, so myself and my wife both can come back with that one. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rahul. I appreciate it. Next person, please. Gokul. Yeah, hi, can you hear me now? Yes, Gokul. Go yeah, hello. Hello, Mr. Rahul. Yeah, uh, thanks for your service. Uh, my question is like, um, see, I have my uh, approved I-140 in AB3 category from my uh, you know, previous employer. And currently I'm working on full-time with another company, but they haven't started the perm application yet. And mm -hmm. uh, so like a couple of months now, what ago- is I, your What is your priority you said? Uh, December 2011. Is it in EB2 or EB3? EB, EB3. And okay, uh, keep going. so what I did is I, a, few, a couple of months ago, I reached out to my first consulting employer who I started with when I came to US and he uh, has applied for my labor. And uh, my H1 is not transferred yet because I haven't got any project yet. I'm trying to uh, actively look for that. But in the meantime, now I have like a full-time offer coming from another company who is willing to, you know, file for my perm uh, within the sec second month of my start date. So it's kind of a situation like, you know, I wanted some guidance, you know, <laughs> what will be the best way to approach this so that I don't... Um, the uh, only... Have... 
the only thing that i'm a bit worried about this old company the consulting company is that how big is that consulting company right uh, they are pretty big like they are give me the number of employees uh, i think they are a little bit more than 1000 from what i know wow i'm moving to that consulting company buddy even if somebody is paying me 500000 dollars extra i'm not moving there i'm moving to that consulting company uh because a new offer like uh, the person is it like, $500,000 plus they're going to give you pay the taxes i'm still not moving to that company okay i said i may be tempted if it's a million dollars and they're paying good to pay tax so mm-hmm. and that too i want in advance payment okay that's me next okay. person please okay thank you so much raghav 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 you have to unmute yourself Raghav you have to unmute yourself Raghav Rakesh Hi Rahul this is Rakesh uh I have a question regarding I140 premium processing so so basically my attorney filed I140 premium processing back in uh, June June 18th and it got accepted on uh, June 23rd and the status got updated with name was updated and until now with uh, we didn't see any response it's more than 15 working days <laughs> just hold on hold on you want your money back and you want the premium processing to be approved so it's is it normal just hold or... on hold oh. on hold on hold on for 10 more days okay 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 thank you next person please sandeep hey rahul i have a quick question uh, my priority date is eb2 uh, 2012 Uh, filed a, a downgrade in uh, october november last year applied for premium uh, of my i140 recently still waiting for it but i see that uh, my biometrics are not done now i see that processing time for uh, advanced parole is like uh, service request can be raised now because it thinks november december time frame so if we do that can that likely help expedite biometrics uh, for both 485 no and- that is nothing that is nothing to do with this okay but a service request can still be raised does it help uh, do you think it is a good idea to do that for you can, raise, you can you can raise a service request that's fine it won't harm you anything anyway okay thank you next person please arun kumar hey uh, good afternoon uh, rahul this is arun kumar raja from shugland uh, i have a quick question on behalf of my friend so the thing is um, my friend has eb3 straight uh, uh, priority date is july 2014 and uh, her husband is eb2 straight priority date is october 2011 so they both filed 485 in october 2020 um, for on the based on the wife's date of filing so now um, what is the, does the cross chargeability rule be applied by getting uh, the wife's uh, category for the husband's priority date and will he get uh, for it wait, 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 wait. so did they file both of them for it five separately no no together because only she was eligible to file for it so who who is the main applicant uh, wife okay you can't use the husband's priority date for this application you can't interfile with that i can't interfile so now since his priority date is going to become current soon so what sh- should he file 485 uh, 
on him uh, again for him or like what hmm. that's up to him if he wants to but he is currently if, already applied 485 with wife so he that's has applied that's fine that's fine he can still file it if he wants to if they have not used the yield in advance pro they can still file the 485 okay so the cross chargeability doesn't apply for uh, getting the uh, cross chargeability has something that is something different that has nothing cross chargeability is if somebody is born outside the uh, out uh, one is from india one is from brazil or something like that okay, not sorry. for what you're speaking about next okay. person please thanks kirtana yep hello sir yes sir am i audible yes you are hey, yes sir so you know <clears throat> this is regarding you know i am raghava husband of uh, kirtana you know we That's came fine. to uh, usa on l1b through one company and mm-hmm. uh, you know my wife and kid were on l2 so then uh, last year uh, you know a different company has uh, processed my h1 and i moved to the uh, different company uh, in december 2020 but uh, for, mm-hmm. you know there the dependent visa for my wife and daughter it was filed in january 2020 they had their i94 on l2 wait 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 wait, wait 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 you moved to the company in october of 2020 is right uh, to a different company in december sir in december 2020 when did the h1b got approved though uh, it was approved on december 1 and you filed the h4 in january then yes sir but they are out of status sir they are illegally in this country Okay, so should they be uh, leaving now or? Yeah, you should be leaving. You should have filed it along with your H one B. Not like this. You should contact the yeah. lawyer immediately. Okay. Okay, sir. So do okay, sir. Got it. Yep. Thank you. Next person, please. Sudipta. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. And uh, I have one question for my sister. So now uh, she was in one college and uh, she is planning to switch to another college and uh, that college they are giving the uh, four days uh, one day for the weekly and uh, mm-hmm. where she is planning to switch and my question was and uh, and uh, day one uh, they said they will be giving the OPT CPT you meant to say yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah sorry yeah CPT and mm-hmm. if she has switched to uh, CP to the college and get the CPT is there any legal complications in the future while applying for H1 yes we consider all devan CPT universities as illegal universities it's all uh, devan uh, CPT are illegal yes okay, so better to not switch to other uh, college or not to get any college uh, both okay both both if a lot of illegal activities are getting done it's better that you don't she doesn't even go to that university okay okay yeah thank you yeah next person please yeah thank you vinita yeah. hello rahul thank you for call uh, taking my call uh, sure. so we have a pending uh, 485 that uh, i have filed on basis of my husband his priority date is uh, 
March uh, 2013, uh, 4th March. So we went current under EB3 uh, on this August bulletin. We have filed uh, a amendment on our previous EB2 in October mm -hmm. 2020 with 485, which remains pending. We have not even gotten our fingerprints yet. Um, so my question, we are Schedule A. So I know we are hearing about all the RFEs about the expired PWDs. So we wanted to know if you suggest us to uh, do a premium on yes. IP40 as uh, yes. We it, yes, because it's better to get the result fast either way. And in uh, in the, the side though, I want you to do one thing: try yes, to uh, try to file uh, try to file one more I140 for your husband under EB3 and file the 485 again though. Be prepared for it. Okay, sir. So we have already filed another PWD last month uh, in terms of that. Uh, so do you uh, recommend for us to like file a new I-140 first and then interfile or? No, 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 not interfile. Interfile doesn't work there. The reason is that if we get the first I-140 denied, even if you interfile it, you must have had this I-140 in October of 2020. So no, I want you to file the entire fresh application with 485 again though. Okay, sir. So right now go ahead and do premium processing on the current amendment that we have filed on October, 2020. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's one thing that you can do or you can just give up the entire thing and file an entire I-140 and 485. Because I don't know if the 2,500 is waste of money or not. I don't know about it. Okay, sir. So if it's just uh, so, is it just a matter of waste of money or losing our? So okay, it's so just it's, a, not like... it's just a, it's just a matter of losing the money. Okay, all right. It's for not every hurt for, us any, any no, it's time. not good. Absolutely, it's not going to hurt. For a lot of other people, though, I would just definitely tell them to do the premium processing for this because we are getting a lot of rejections. In our own office, got a lot of rejections, so. So that's the reason, is it worth spending the $2,500 is the only question. But yeah, it's, it's other than money, there is no issue there. Is there any benefit of leaving this, uh, this application as pending status opposed to getting a denial sooner? No, uh, no, I mean, there is no, if you leave as it is uh, and you file a fresh 485 application, well, you save the $2,500 you pay for the premium processing. That's only advantage. That okay, you get. But nothing is like staying ahead of queue or getting the fingerprints ahead of time or stuff like no, that. No, no, no benefits. No, no benefits. Okay, perfect. And then, uh, I mean, I've heard the Texas Center is basically approving the amendments and stuff like that. What's your take on that? On scheduling? Yeah, since it's, so they file as an amendment, there is a chance. I mean, we have seen some cases getting approved. Uh, I forgot that you filed as an amendment. Yes, sir. There are some cases that got approved. So you have a chance, I, I guess so. Okay, so it's if you were me, you would go ahead and do the premium I'd, if you don't care about the money? I don't care about the money. Because yeah, honestly, at this point of time, money is not a matter. I mean, yeah, do it. Do it. I mean, if you get the approval, then you save the rest of the money, right? You don't have to file an I-114 and 485. And then if that gets approved, do you want me to file a brand new EB-2 just for safety? No. In case if the dates retrogate or something like that, or no, I would not. I would not do anything. Do not do nothing. Okay, all right. So, yeah. And then, can I interfile the medical? Because I'm I'm planning no, you to can send do you can do premium request and medicals in the same package. No, they, no, no, no. Don't send in the same package. They go to the different address. Oh, I see. Okay, 
All right, sounds good, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate your assistance. Next Thank you for the service. Meghna. Uh, hi, uh, this is Meghna. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, actually, yes. I have filed for my four. I haven't filed for my four eighty five, but it's just that my lawyer is working on that. And I had an L one rejection long time back. It was in two thousand four, but I don't have the denial letter with me. So my attorney is actually not uh, ready to mention the reason. They just actually said, like you know, I Meghna. When you say L one denial, what do you mean? Visa denial? Yes, I went to the consulate in Chennai and I had like a issue with my visa because it was due to the visa category. Did they put anything in the passport? Did they issue a two twenty one G? How did they deny it? So it was. Is it a blanket application? Is it a blanket application? L one B. Yes. Was it a blanket application? You said L one B, but is it a blanket application? Yes, it was a blanket. I guess. Can you look into the old passport and the last two pages? They will mark as a denied. No, it just says a passport received. It does not have denied stamp. I would, I would still put it as denied. Okay, mm -hmm. in the question number twenty six, I guess, in yes. page number four or five. I, I would still put, put it. I would mm -hmm. still put it denied and not give any explanation to them. And in later on. In the in the page eighteen of four eight five, L one got denied, but later came on a whatever visa that you came in. I normally mention that, but if your lawyer is not mentioning that, it's not going to be the death situation for you. No, no, no. I think the lawyer is going to mention it because it has in all my DS one sixty, but they are just mentioning that it was denied in two thousand four by U.S. consulate in Chennai, but they are not mentioning it, it. What the reason for it? That is the visa. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So they I have won't the get reason. an RFE, right? No, you won't get any RFE. I have oh. not seen any RFE right now. Okay. So your lawyer is doing correct, perfect steps. So uh, how do they figure out? So will they look at the data or? You don't have to. You don't have to worry about it. You're good. I I got that lot. Like the next year, I got my H one, and I had after that. I never they have the H1. history. They have the history there. If they want to look into you did any fraudulent document, no. you, not, you would you would not be coming into this country. So don't worry about it. Your lawyer is in a good place. Just follow his direction. Okay, He's doing a good I, job. Thank you, sir. And I had one more question. So they have not sent me for a. Uh, you muted yourself. I can't hear you. I can't hear you, ma'am. I can't hear you. Yeah, is it better? Yeah. So uh, the next question was like four eighty five J. The lawyer has just sent me the signed copy, but I don't have the entire four eighty five J. Is that okay? I just do. I need to just sign the copy. Yeah, sign the copy and send it to him. Trust yeah. him, ma'am. Trust okay. him. <laughs> okay. He's a good yeah. guy. Okay. Okay. Thank next question. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Gaurav. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, first of all, thanks to you and your team for all that you do. Uh, I just had a quick question about. I'm a I'm full time with a big company here, and my PD priority date is March twenty twenty seventh of twenty thirteen in EB two category. And I've been communicating with them, uh, my immigration department and the lawyer firm, over the last couple of months regarding you know whether we should stick with EB two or uh, move to EB3 or whatnot. And the suggestion was wait for EB3. So August bulletin and wait for EB3 to, to become current. And then we can file downgrade. And what's, and what, and what's your priority date? Uh, March 27th, 2013. 
Okay, so and, current right now. Okay. Yeah. So with the August bulletin, it became it became current. So, uh, and I got an email from them this morning asking if we want to go ahead and you know file I for I one forty in EB three with uh, a concurrent I four eighty five. To which my first question is. Uh, is it wise that we should just go ahead with downgrading to EB3 and go ahead with it or just wait for EB2 to become current? Do it right now. Do the 485 right now. All right. So I did send them an email this morning that, yes, go ahead. And the other question was that uh, both I-140s are going to stay. Uh, uh, you know, they're this EB2 one. Yeah, is both not gonna get, yeah. yeah. EB2 I-140 is not going to cancel. But I was asking them... Uh, if there's a possibility going forward in future that you know EB2 I-485 starts moving faster, then it's, there are a lot of judgment calls that need to be made when interfiling in EB2. Though the reason is that if one month this moves forward, one month that moves forward. Now you want to keep on changing that one every month. I would not recommend though. Yeah. If it stays for about six months or seven months where EB2 is forward, then I will consider though. But if it's just every month you tell me to come and change, oh, this month it's EB2, no, it's no, EB3, no. it will become a, like LA line. That is correct. It's always like the, the, the other lane is always moving faster than the one you're in, right? right? So, <laughs> like and so, the only, pro only problem is it's not that easy to change the lanes. Right. So I would, at this point of time, do the downgrading. When the time comes in where the EB2 moves forward, come to the conference call. We'll be conducting this conference call from 2012 to right now, come back to the conference calls. Oh, cool, sounds good. Thank you very much. It was my first time here, so I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Next know. person, please. Mahiti Babu. Uh, hello, um, hello, Rahul. Um, I applied for a, a downgrade of my um, uh, uh, I-140 in October last uh, year, and also applied for the EAD and advanced parole. Um, I got the uh, receipt notice for uh, all of the documents filed on 25th of uh, February uh, and went for uh, fingerprinting on 3rd of May. Uh, I haven't got my EAD yet, so I was wondering if, it, if this is a cause of concern. No, there are thousands of people who are like you. Okay, alrighty. Uh, I just wanted to confirm that. Thank you. Sure. Next person, please. Ramchin. Hi Rahul, uh, I'm applying uh, H4 EAD for my wife along with my H1 extension. Mm -hmm. uh, if the H4 extension takes time, if she go to India, uh, can she get it stamped with my approved uh, Absolutely. H4? She can, but there's a travel ban. You have any US citizen children? Yeah, I have a newborn baby. Okay, yeah, she can go and get the stamping. Even the extension is pending, she can go and get the stamping in India. She doesn't need H4 approval to get the H4 stamping in India. Yeah, if, if the H4 is pending here, she can still go to India and get it approved with my approved I-797, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. How about the EAD? If I file all together, will it ca cause any problem? Um, no, the EAD will still be approved. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much. Next person, please. Sayed? Sayed?
Hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm Syed here. Uh, I have applied for downgrade of my, uh, uh, you know, so from uh, EB2 to EB3 last December, and uh, the fingerprinting fee and everything has been accepted, uh, you know, so, and but I got an, uh, a notice from uh, uh, USCIS for my wife and my uh, for my son. They say that uh, uh, I have to uh, resubmit the rejection form of uh, I-485, but the fingerprinting free uh, fee for them was also accepted. You know, so my lawyer says there is wait, nothing. Wait. Yeah. wait, wait. So all three applications, 485 receipt notices you have received, it is right? Yes. So only your wife and your child has received the biometrics notice. No, not the biometrics notice. The uh, they actually sent a notice to resubmit the rejected form of uh, I four eighty five. But but you said you said you got the receipt notices for. I your got wife the receipt. Yes, I I got the receipt notice for all three of us. You know, so did you file a uh, did you file the four eight five in December or October? December. Okay, go ahead with your question. There's something is not right in this, so I'm a bit confused. Okay. Uh, when you check online your wife's status, what does it say? Yeah, it says that uh, we have received your uh, uh, fingerprinting fee in the month of December. You know, so uh, uh, we will uh, we have sent a notice uh, how we process the details and all. You know, so, so 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 the only thing that is confusing right now is this letter. That says that refile the 485 application. Yeah, the, that's what uh, the, that is what is my question here. You know, so I have asked my attorney. They said that once they have uh, accepted the fee and uh, they have sent the receipt notice, you know, so there is nothing for us to respond over here. So we have to wait for my uh, EB2 to downgrade it to EB3. You know, so I, I I agree with your lawyer though. You have the receipt notice and it says that it's active. You can chat with MR to make sure everything is okay with it online, mm -hmm. but okay. no action is required to be done from your lawyer or from you at this point of time. Okay, so there is nothing to be worried about, right? So No, no, uh, okay. nothing to worry right now. Just chat with MR to make sure we're on the same page, that the application for your wife and kid are still pending. Sure, I will do that. Thank you very much, Rahul. Next person, please. Yeah, hi, Rahul. So I have got the RFP to submit my medical and my H1B work location was Toledo, Ohio. And I am kind of in, in Austin for the last you know, few months, staying with the friends. So I did not file my amendment, actually. And I just, you know, staying and working remotely from, you know, friend's house. Uh, but I still have a Toledo home and, you know, my sister lives there. So should I, you know, get medical done in Ohio or should I get it in Texas and submit it? And is this going to be an issue because I didn't file an amendment and I'm kind of working from here? Do I need to file an amendment or can I just file? Yeah, you need to speak with a lawyer privately on that, that you living in somewhere else other than where you are living at. Uh, with regards to the medical, it's better to get the medical from the address where you're living at because it's going to throw them off while you're living in a different location that you didn't file the H-1B amendment. So go back to Ohio and get the medical then from there, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and do I need to submit this medical via lawyer or can I just simply send it RFP response by myself? Is there an RFP? Yeah, for medical there was an RFP. Yes. Yeah, you, RFP medicals typically doesn't involve anything. We tell clients to do by themselves and give us the tracking number, but always inform your lawyer to make sure that he is on the loop too. Some of the lawyers would like to submit by themselves. Yeah, that's what my lawyer said. You send it to us and we will submit it. Yeah. That's fine. Either way, it's fine. Okay. 
Okay, can LCA with two amendment has to be done? Okay. I'm sorry, what? For no, no, no. Change, right? No, amendment need to be done. LCA won't do it. Mm -hmm. Next person, please. Dinesh. Hello. Yeah, hi Rahul. Thanks very yes. much for giving me this opportunity. So I have a question. So my employer has uh, filed for H-1B uh, in uh, 2019 uh, with the level uh, four wage. Mm -hmm. At the time, level wage four was like uh, 108K. Right mm -hmm. now, uh, he's trying to do H-1B amendment and wage level got increased to 136K. Mm -hmm. And he's not willing to pay me like uh, 136K. Mm -hmm. So, does I get RFE if I do amendment with level 4 or can I reduce level from level 4 to level 3? I mean, if, you, if your position job duties have gone down, definitely they can reduce the level. level. And just because you were at level 4 before, doesn't have mm -hmm. to be that every time you have to wait level 4. Okay. So, I'm expecting kind of RFE because my previous H1B was at level 4. And right now I'm not expecting. Here. I'm not expecting. Okay. Okay. That's what I have. Thank you very much. Sure. Next person, please. Patil. I'll take the next two callers, guys, and then I'll be done. Okay. Uh, Hi, Rol, thanks for taking my call. Uh, my priority date in EB2 is December 2011. I downgraded okay. to EB3 in December 2020 for myself and spouse only. Uh, did not apply 485 for my 17-year-old son, as lawyer suggested that time. So now, since my priority date in EB3 is current, I applied 485 for my son in June. Uh, the check got cashed two days before. Uh, should I apply premium processing for my 114 now or wait for receipt number to be arrived? No, if the check is cashed, I'm going to do premium processing. Okay, so no need to wait for a receipt number for my son's... No. As long as check is cash, I'm fine. Okay, okay. And if I get RFE for 140, and at the same time, EB2 becomes current in next couple of months, um, should I ignore this RFE and apply 485 in EB2? Um, you're working months? with the same company? Yes, same company. Contact me if you get an RFE. Your chances are very less for you to get an RFE. Okay, okay. Next person, please. Okay, the last thanks. person. Sriram. Uh, good morning, Rahul. This is uh, Sri here. Uh, session with you uh, uh, three weeks back on my EB2. My EB2 is current now. I just received my uh, EAD and advanced payroll. Mm -hmm. My question is, can I f ask my employer to file an I-9 and change my status from H1 to uh, e uh, a adjustment of status now when my, when my green card is current? Or should I wait? What's the hurry? What's your I9 is his requirement. Why are you worried about it? I want to change it to like my EAD status. Um, Why? Vinesh one. Why? Because of all the site visit and other things that's, uh, you know, I just don't want to get ah, it. Okay. Yeah. In that way, then then you have to go and uh, you have to go and uh, update the I9 and tell him to withdraw the H1. He has to withdraw the H1? Yeah. As long as the H1 is there. So for now, though, for now, I wouldn't do anything, okay? Don't do anything right now. Just don't poke anything right now. Just let it go as it is. When the time comes for the H-1B extension, don't extend it. Okay. My concern was like my green card is current now on EB2. I just don't want to have any other kind of uh, like uh, 
let's say I do an I-9 on the USCIS form and they get to know that you know, I've changed it. That will not be, I just think, will, will that cause an issue or something? No, like it will not cause any problem. You're fine. Okay, but you're don't asking folks, don't do it, don't do that change. Don't, I mean, withdrawing the H-1B sometimes alerts the system. Why did they withdraw the H-1B? It unnecessarily alerts the system right now. So I would not do anything right now. What if I don't do H-1 and just move to uh, EAD advanced payroll using I-9? Why are you worried about the I-9? Who is checking the I-9 right now? I, I want to move the status from H1 to uh, Why are you? Why are you? What is the profit you're getting? Just the site visits. Uh, I don't want to. But site visits will come in as long as the H1B is approved. We don't want the H1B to be withdrawn. Is that right? Okay. Got it. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3 30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.